key guy suffers an injury halfway through the season, you guys are able to change within what you do scheme-wise to maybe focus on someone else. Or I'm wondering if you could talk about what allows the system to be so flexible and to be able to kind of reroute if something happens or if somebody else emerges or just what makes your system able to kind of adjust and apply. Yeah, I think for a lot of years now, we've really put a ton of value on straining personnel groups, meaning moving people into different positions. So whoever your star Z is at Fresno State, we had a kid named Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, Keyshawn didn't line up just at Z every play. You know, he had 95 catches, I think, the one year. But he was in the two, he was in the one, he was in the three. And we can do that simply by just changing personnel groupings. And so we can do that with backs, receivers, tight ends. And that's a system that starts in the spring and the off season that the guys start to learn very quickly. And so when they know and they see a uh, a personnel change in a play, they, they know they got to be in a different spot. So it's, uh, it takes a little bit of work, but they're, they're getting there. Ryan, uh, Chris Peterson came in here. He was supposed to bring all kinds of tricks and gimmicks and just deception, and he never did it. He just played straight-up football. Are you guys lean more to that uh, double reverse, halfback pass, whatever? Uh, are you going to throw a lot of stuff out there? That we, we will throw a lot of stuff out there. I think over the years we've always had – that element in there, but I think there's, you know, there's a wisdom too to understand the defense you're facing, and and some defenses are pretty darn well coached, and plays like that are typically predicated on somebody not doing their job, not staying home, things like that. So when you see that, and it allows you want to attack and be aggressive, and we will do that, uh, but it's it's got to be there. You don't want to force it in, in a big moment. How much of your offense is in right now? And talk about installs and all the little intricacies and the add-ons and like how, how much do you? figure you have in at this point um i would say we're close to three quarters there we're probably 70 to 75 percent um i'm going just by our install chart and then you know now you're really starting to work on some of the nuances situational football things like that where you're really fine-tuning whether it's four minute oh your goal line your tight red zone things like we're working today in an overtime session um so we're, we're getting there i'd say in the next you know three days we'll be closing in over that 80 threshold and then that last three or four practices we should top it off how is your quarterback battle going? Is it still three people neck and neck? or? Yeah, it's it still three guys. It's still three guys. All three guys took reps with ones and twos today. So uh, it's it's still going well, and they're battling. And uh, every time you think one guy's letting up, the other guy comes back and puts the hammer down and has a really impressive day. So do I they, think they've been responding well to it. Do they basically get through the weekend before you guys narrow it down? Yeah, we, we do grading, total grading for the offense at the end of each week. So on after the Sunday practice you have scrimmage on Saturday practice on Sunday and then when the guys come in on Monday we'll evaluate all the film have all the stats done um, and let guys know where we feel that they're at at the end of the week so it's not just quarterbacks each position coach is responsible to make sure we're talking to our rooms so that guys don't go throughout the week and then they get in they wonder why their reps got cut or advanced Um, we try to be as communicative as possible with all our guys as as you as you start to get to the point where you're gonna have to make a decision Mentally, does your criteria start to change a little bit and what you're looking for from those guys? No. No, we, we don't deviate on that. You know, decision-making, ability to, to run the offense is number one, taking care of the ball, and then you have to have a playmaker element. And you're starting to see who the guys are that are able to rise up a little bit and take control of the team on the field and things like that. So we're getting close, and, and I know um, I think hats off to this team. I'm talking about the defense, too. They don't. They don't talk about it. They don't think about it. Not in meetings or not in inappropriate times. I'm sure in the locker room there's discussions and things like that. But the guys who have been able to, you know, just realize whoever's in is a starter at that time and play the play and keep moving. So they're doing a good job. Too. 
What's your sensor? You know, Richard Newton obviously has been working his way back, and when we were watching, we didn't get to see a whole lot of scrimmage stuff with him. What's your sense of kind of where he fits in everything? I, I have, I have zero take on Richard Newton because I have not seen him do anything. He's done nothing but stand on the sideline so far. So I'm anxious to see him get out there. Um, he's not in shape yet. We're still working on recovering, and uh, he's got a little ways to go. So you know, I just don't. No winter workouts, no spring ball, no fall camp, no, no anything, honestly. How did Wayne and Cam Davis compare and contrast each other? Well, same thing. CD's been limited since practice three, so Wayne has been the premier back right now. He's been the guy that's been with the ones the majority of the time and has done a phenomenal job. Everything that we have in, he's been able to take on and learn very quickly. He's intelligent. You know, we, we tell our guys we want smart, tough, and physical, and I think Wayne might be the best embodiment of that on our football team. Who's got the best hands of the backs, or are there some that kind of in that? Yeah, where they stand out? man, that, that's actually it's a blessing because that's a tough question, and there's a lot of guys that do a nice job. Will Nixon has phenomenal hands. Sam Adams has really good hands. Um, I'd say those are your your top two guys. CD catches really well, um, and and uh, yeah, so I think those two guys are probably the the most capable. With Sam, like you mentioned, this guy who came in and in high school he played safety, he played running back. He hasn't gotten on the field a whole lot. What's your sense of where he fits in everything? Man, I, I I'm crazy excited about Sam. I think he fits into everything we do. You know, you, you wonder you haven't seen a guy, he hasn't been cleared physically, and then he's had a long-term shoulder problem. You get him in some live situations. He doesn't shy away from it all. He's working blitz pickup every day. Um, I think he is he is a three-phase back. Uh, he can catch, he can run, he can block. I, I've seen everything from him. I'm, I'm excited about getting him out on the field. He's, he's going to be a factor. But with your tight end position, too, it seems like you got Culp and you got Westover, yep. both experienced guys. How similar are their skill sets, or what do they kind of do that, that's sort of different from, from each yeah. other? In the way they no, they're they're both similar guys. Um, I'm, you know, you look at them, they're both athletic-type guys. Um, we're trying to make sure that they're not one-dimensional guys. Like we want them to be passionate about their skill in the box and the type of blockers that they are. And, the presence that they can bring because that's to me ultimately that's what a tight end is you want him to be able to run and catch and all those things but he's the x factor in changing the box number and the fits on the defense everything gets set off of those guys so we feel like those guys can be extremely valuable and, and i think that both of them are working on becoming you know better more dominant blockers um, but route running and things like that they're, they're both very very capable fast athletic long guys Giles Jackson, I'm impressive. It seems like he's done pretty well. Yeah, Giles has been awesome, man. And I, you know, the one thing about Giles, you know, he's one most explosive, ball dominance guy multiple times throughout camp already. Uh, but he's the guy in the receiver room that I feel I could call a play and have the wrong people out there, and Giles would get it right. He'd get people lined up, he'd get it right. No, I got Z, you're good. Go over there. And that's one of the most impressive things. I just think he's a super dialed kid, and, and he is, again, another smart tough physical kid you know willing blocker explosive player great hands and you know when we talk in the, in the offensive staff room the thing that we're looking for is like who do we have that plays bigger than themselves and when i think about giles jackson he plays bigger than himself you know he's got good range i don't feel like when the quarterbacks when we're watching film like ah i don't know about his catch radius i don't even think about that thing, you know so he's he's done a great job how much potential does Jalen Polk have? Because he missed most of the season last year, so what have you seen from him this offseason? Yeah, JP's uh, really refined his game in fall camp so far. Um, I think he's still working on, you know, route running in press. You know, we see a ton of that from our defense, so I think that learning how to play through traffic has been something he's been 
you know, trying to work on this deal. Brian, I've heard about three or four of your guys call you a genius or a mastermind. What's your reaction when you hear those guys talking? Yeah, about they're, they're crazy. They're just guys are crazy. <laughs> Going for plan time and sucking yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, there's always the OC factor. I've had, I've known that for my entire life. And guys come up, they want to give you a hug, and you take about 25% <laughs> off that hug. You're like, I got you. All right, 75% is real. The other 25%, I want the ball. So, but no, they're, you know, I'm only as good as they are, and that's that's reality. And I'm not just saying that. That's that's true. You know, we'll uh, we'll all do this together. But it's humbling. I appreciate it. I'll take it. <laughs> who's your short down back? Who's, who's, Wayne. Who's Wayne is Wayne. the guy for sure. Get it to Wayne. He'll hammer it. You will hammer it. Yep. Thanks, Good. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's, um, the, what's the difference between an ice bath in Hawaii, Seattle, and Virginia? <laughs> you know, actually, today's a great day because it's sunny. Usually, we have, like, a little cloudy overcast, so, yeah, today, today was nice. Nice equal equilibrium. How are you adjusting to Seattle? Um, everything's been great, uh, especially with the coaches and the teammates. Um, and outside of football, I'd say, like, Seattle's beautiful. Um, I've had a great time visiting other places throughout the week, so... It's been awesome. Had you, had you been to, to Seattle at all before no, when I came here? on my official visit, it was my first time. And yeah. So I really enjoyed it, and it was, like, one of the best experiences I've ever had. So. How did your recruitment go when you went from, obviously, Hawaii to Virginia? Um, so the coaches that recruited me were previously at the University of uh, BYU. And okay. then when they went to – oh, sorry about that. Sorry. When they went to Virginia – Talk about Coach Bronco. Yeah, Coach Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah. And so when they went to Virginia, they offered the, the same thing. And so that's kind of how I went out to the East Coast ACC. And what and what caused you to think that that maybe the timing was right to, to think about finishing your career somewhere else? Um, you know, Coach Bronco had left, and I had great conversations with Coach Elliott. I think he's a great coach. Um, I just felt that it was time to come closer to home and also just try some new start fresh. So how did the recruitment start between you and Washington? Um, I spoke to actually Coach Noakes at first, uh, D-line coach. And, you know, we got into a good relationship, and then I was able to speak to the rest of the coaches, and I just felt the family aspect uh, really strong on. I think my first talk with them, I'd spoken to all of them over FaceTime, and, you know, it was a really comfortable conversation. And we didn't, we didn't you know, mainly talk about football, but just, you know, everything in life and what I was looking for um, and, you know, what I, what I wanted in a new school. Has the hardest adjustment been on the field or off the field? I'd say the hardest adjustment has been uh, learning the plays. Uh, it's a very... Um, tough offense and it makes it tougher on the defense and, and coach Grubb and all the offensive coaches have so many things in store a lot of packages and stuff and so it's been tough adjusting but you know at the end of the day football is same concept just different names and things like that so yeah. did you know any of the guys on the team before you came here I did not know any of the guys on the team so all my best friends now have been like my best friends for like six weeks and so all these guys have I've gotten a really good relationship with the rest of the team and yeah, I love these guys. Were you actually recruited when you were hit the portal like you were out of high school, or was it just Washington? Um, no, I actually, you know, there was a lot of other teams. I wasn't highly recruited out of high school, um, but with the experience that I had at Virginia, obviously a lot of schools were looking for that, and so I spoke to schools like UCLA, Purdue, uh, Rice even, and Rice is a great school as well, and so just schools like that. What's it like being a recruit, re- recruited when you're in the portal? 
it's different because you know you only have one year, so you really have to make it count. Um, so for me, I was really focused on you know what I can do outside of football as well as you know when it comes to education, when it comes to the community, when it comes to you know me being comfortable in a setting. So what are you majoring in? I'm a Spanish major, a bachelor's. So here I'll be taking post-bac classes to kind of add to coursework to anything outside of Spanish, which could be business and things like that. So one of the things that Coach DeBoer talked to us about you was uh, your leadership was one of the things that was really appealing to them about you. How, how what's the dynamic like when you're coming into a brand new environment and you've been asked to lead at your previous school was a captain? all that kind of stuff. How, how does that dynamic work when you first come in? Oh, when I first got here, like, I really wanted to learn what the culture of the team was. Um, and, you know, you can see in the running back room, all of these guys are super talented and they're straightforward. A lot of them are working hard. And so I just wanted to add to that. Uh, when it comes to leadership roles, my job is to do my job. And, you know, hopefully we can bring along everyone who isn't doing that. But I'm just trying to learn as much as I can from the culture and hopefully, you know, implement that in my game and also everything that I do. I mean, this is a weird question, but you're, you're, you're pretty damp right now. Is this a yeah. sweat thing or an ice this uh, bath This is actually a ice bath thing on? and okay. also a little bit of, you know, sweat. We work hard out here, and it's obviously the weather in Seattle has been perfect, and so we've been sweating every day, but it's good. You know, the harder the better. How do you feel? Like you said, you want to go closer to home. How do you feel you've sort of fit into the area, the culture, the weather? Like, how have you sort of just, you know... I yeah, I am um, used to it over here. Like I said uh, earlier, I've only been here for like six weeks, so I'm yeah. trying to figure it out. Um, but I'm loving Seattle. I've gone over to the area of like downtown and just enjoyed that, and also the uh, skyline, which is super cool. And so just kind of learning how Seattle is like, um, adjusting myself to that, and I've had a great time with it. Do you feel like one of the oldest guys in the room, or is that something you Oh, I am most to? definitely the oldest guy in the room, like. <laughs> Uh, age-wise, um, but when it comes to skill in football, a lot of these guys are super savvy, super smart, um, and very high IQ in football, and so it's nice to learn from them, and I hope that, you know, vice versa. Being closer to home, I mean, when you're playing at Virginia, it's a six-hour yeah. time difference from back home. Difficult for family to watch games with that. Right. But are they going to be able to make it out oh, the, to yeah. games, and how's being closer to family impact what you're doing? So at Virginia, they actually made it out to like a good amount of games, but obviously you don't want your family to travel four flights. But out here, it's been pretty easy. It's going to be easier because it's a one straightaway flight. And so they're super excited to get out to big games. What was the connection process from Honolulu to Charlottesville? Charlottesville. You know um, it was so you have to go to California and then you fly to Atlanta, then you fly into Rich to Washington D.C. and then you fly into Charlottesville. <laughs> so it's a really small airport and it was really tough, but I mean my parents made it work. So super proud, like super awesome to have parents like that. So they, they love you then, huh? Yeah, no, they definitely. I think so. I would hope so. I mean, they, they made the, the trip a bunch of times, so. Yeah. Did the Hawaiian connection have a big influence on you? Washington's always had a strong one. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially when I came on my visit, I met a lot of guys who, you know, obviously part of the same culture, and so it's kind of easy to connect with them. Not only in terms of like football, but also just outside and culture, the way that we move, the way that we do things. Um, you know. I mentioned you as uh, lead for short down back, but you're the guy. Tell me about what you take pride in and why why you think he would mention you in that role. Uh, we talk about, you know, gaining the hard yards and, and, and pushing team camaraderie at the end of the day. So when it comes to third and one, fourth and two, fourth and one, I mean, that gets a team going, but also, you know, destroys spirits of another team. And so to be able to do that, have the mindset to always complete it regardless of the situation, I think is, is huge on any team. And it could be any of the running backs in our room uh, currently because we have a super talented group of guys, um, but we want it to be indistinctable, you know, whenever 
one of us is in, you can't really tell who's in because we're all pushing the block. We're all pushing the rock. And yeah. What's your favorite play in this offense? Um, I'm 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 really loving the inside zone, but I also love um, leading for my other running backs. So we have like kind of outside zones where you know I would lead block for my guys as well, and just kind of a connection build. So have they got you do, have they got you doing the wildcat? Yeah, we have done that. So this is my first time doing wildcat. And it's, it's been fun. So Do they have a name for it? I we don't have a name for it. Well, I I don't know the name. I just know the signal. So yeah. This program nosedive last year went four and eight. Had a coaching change. How were you able to determine that they fixed it to some degree that it was going to stabilize? Um, you can see it every day in practice. Um, these guys are committed to you know, making the best plays, not only you know, on the field, but also what we do off the field when it comes to film study, um, outside work all by themselves. You can still see a couple guys out here working hard. And so you know, the mindset has changed. There's a chip on, the, on our shoulders. We know that this is a team that isn't 4-8. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a team that has great success, especially here um, at Washington, and you can see that in the off-field. I'm wondering how much more you're excited to show where, you know, as you, I'm sure you know, you might people might look at you at Virginia and think, oh, short, down, back, really, really tough. Yeah. But here, they want you to do nine different things. They want you to catch the ball, they yeah. want you to block. How, how excited are you and how, how capable do you think you are in showing more than you've shown in the past? Well, I think that went into the recruitment process of, you know, me wanting to do more and me wanting to be able to, you know, add more to an offense, be a focal point. And so I'm really excited about it. Um, every day in practice, we work to, you know, be conditioned to do all those things and also just, you know, push this offense to a level uh, further than it was last year. And so we're asked to do a lot as running backs, and that's a great thing about it. Um, you know, we're supposed to do that. That's our job. Will Nixon. Talk about the connection you had with this coach for staff. Did it go back to your high school recruiting? Oh, yeah, yeah. Coach Chef, he recruited me when I was in high school at Purdue, and uh, I loved him when he was recruiting me. And then, uh, yeah, when I first got here, when I visited, it felt really genuine with coaching staff, and that's what really led me to come here. Also, um, they're, they're talking like you're a, a running back here in, in Nebraska, I thought you were a wide receiver. What, yeah. What's the difference there? I mean, yeah, um, in high school, I played running back my senior year, did well. Uh, Nebraska tried to switch me to slot. Touched the backfield, but I never did, and I wanted the opportunity, so that's why I came here too. They wanted me to run the ball, catch the ball, and I'm thankful for it. You've even been doing some uh, some tail, or actually getting some quarterback in a wildcat. What's your comfortability there? Oh, yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, I love doing the clap and, you know, getting the ball, getting in the end zone, and it's just fun. You, got, you just got to hit me physically. When you were um, at Nebraska, were you in the running back room or were you in the wide receiver room? So I, um, COVID year, I was doing running back uh-huh. meetings and last second, well, not last second, but they wanted me to go receiver in the slot, and I just stayed there ever since once I got there. So, so right now you're in the running back room. Oh, right now, yeah, at Washington, but in Nebraska. Yeah. It, what's the difference between being in the running back room and being in the wide receiver room? Yeah, um, receiver, you know, running routes, knowing coverages, and uh, running back, just knowing your protections and which holes to hit and be more efficient on your footwork. So it's, it's a big difference, but I, I take it on, and it's fun. I'm loving it. Preference on one of them? Running back. Running back, most definitely. You, you didn't hesitate. No, I love hitting. <laughs> yeah. In high school, too. They, yeah. That was your, that was your that main was position, right? Yep, yep. In high school, too. So, yeah. Yeah. so what was it about the recruiting pitch that the Washington coaches gave to you that you felt like this was the best place for you? Yeah, well, first off, they said running back. I really wanted my opportunity at running back. And they said, be ready to catch the ball from the backfield, maybe go to the slot a few times. And that's something I'm looking for, a quick game catches and running the ball, being physical. And, and since, obviously, you've got a pedigree, your dad's in the NFL – what kind of advice did you get from him when you were thinking about leaving Nebraska? 
Yeah, he uh, he told me be ready for running back. It's very physical because you know, he, he coaches that, and he gave me a lot of good pointers about pass pro and running the ball, being physical, and my footwork is biggest key of everything, footwork and pass pro, footwork and running the ball, making sure you hit the right holes. So. Was the toughest part of coming to Washington the on-the-field stuff or the off-the-field stuff? Oh, uh, really? Nothing was too tough, um, you know, because Nebraska's playbook was, was pretty similar, actually, and picking it up, you know, the same plays, it's just different lingo. Um, physical, that wasn't a problem, just trying to be, I run downhill, so that's not a problem, so I just got, what's up, Joy? I just got to be more, um, I just got to be physical and just mentally ready all the time, all the time. So. Was Nebraska going to give you a chance to run the ball over? I wish. I uh, wasn't sure, but, um, yeah. Now that's kind of what sent you out the door is yep, yep. a definite decision? Yep. yep, yes, sir. Given that Wayne and you have come in in the fall, how, what's the dynamic like in that room? Because Coach says, oh, so Rich doesn't able to practice. Cam's been a little banged up. So yeah. How's that dynamic been as, as a new guy? Yeah, well, as a new guy, this running back room is the smartest running back room I've been in or seen, and great guys. Like, usually, I'm not, not to rip on people, but, I mean, places I've seen, people aren't coming in, people take a week off, don't do practice. I've never seen that about any of these guys. So, I love these guys. So. How appealing is it in this offense, given that the receivers aren't just true running backs, you can kind of swing out, get real routes, kind of almost feed right into your game? Is it kind of just a natural fit? Yeah, natural fit. I love the quick game passes, and like I said, I love being physical running the ball. That's fit twice. Very well. That's twice you've mentioned like hitting and being physical. Yeah, Talk I love it. I love it. You're not the biggest guy, though. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'll run hard and I'll be downhill. I'm fast, so that's what helps me with the hits. So, so are you going to bounce up the outside or take on the Wherever linebacker? Wherever the hole is, yeah, I'll take on the linebacker if it's there. Yep. Is there things in this offense that you're being asked to do that you've never done before that you find intriguing? No, not at all. I've done a lot of this stuff in high school. So, And then in Nebraska, I got the receiver, receiver stuff in when I was practicing, so nothing new. Out here at the stadium, you know, it's, what's 80 degrees? Yeah. Compare this to what you're used to. In Texas, yeah. It's, like, it's surprisingly hot here. The humidity is different. But 80, 80 degrees here feels like 90. But Texas is 100 every day, straight heat. So, you know, it, this is this is fun for me. So, so how did you know they're going to fix it here? Because, you know, the coaching didn't change. And the 4-8 season with a team that was a lot better than that, that was ranked and everything. How did you uh, research it or look into it to realize that you're coming into a stable deal? Just knowing Coach Shep from high school, he, he did a great job for Purdue. Um, and then just knowing that he trusts the coaching staff, and that, that's what really let me hear talking to Coach Grubb, Coach Marks. They're really professional guys, really genuine, and that just led my trust. So, How quickly were you able to get accustomed here? Have you ever been to Washington State? Before? No, I never have. I never have until my visit. How's, how's your experience in Washington? Oh, it's great. I'm loving it. I, I actually like it here. Yeah. Was there any schools that came close to Washington when you were looking at it again? Uh, yeah, there's a few schools. There's, I don't want to name any, but there's a few schools. But um, Washington was a t- they recruited me from the start, and this is the place I really wanted to be at. So, thanks, Will. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, yep. Will. Yep.